0: I would like to welcome you to the Ted Williams League AA division championship game here at the Bryanville Fields. We're kicking off here, purple against Cardinal, and at the plate is Shane Foley, number 10. We got a one-on-one count to Shane Foley, on the purple team. Foul ball out of play. One ball, two strikes. I'm sitting with Matt Marini here in center field.
1: It's humid day out here, just rained a little bit. Hopefully we don't get to see any more rain. I don't want any rain, no rain. We gotta get
0: Pete Kohler to do a rain dance, a reverse rain dance for us in center. <laughs> it looks like Greg Banks on the mound. He pitches and delivers ball outside, two and two, to Shane Foley. This is a repeat of last year's championship game, same teams just about a year ago. There's a ground ball, it's through, base hit.
1: Grass really long out in the outfield, they killed that ball. Yeah, they cut it this week too. So Foley singles to start
0: off the game between short and third. We got a man on first.
1: And here's Cameron Sass, number seven. Purple team loves to run. Let's see. What they do here for man on first.
0: If you just joined us, we're in the top of the first inning. Second battle, we had no outs. Man on first. Purple against Cardinal in the Ted Williams Double A division championship game. Foley caught in a rundown, at first base. And they got him. A little flip to Brendan Doyle, and Foley has now been picked off of first by Greg Banks.
1: Purple team very eager on the base paths. When they when they faced out when they faced our team, the blue they stole on us the entire game. Even when they're up by ten, so.
0: Okay, so basically what happened is we lost power. We're heading to the bottom of the second. Do we get a score, Matt?
1: No, no score yet.
0: No score. Okay, so we're gonna pick it up from here and we'll try to fill in what happened as we go along. All right, so. What batter do we have coming up here now, Matt? We have number
1: 28, uh, Rob Workheiser.
0: All right, so the Cardinal team is at the plate. We're in the bottom of the second, and his number 28, Rob Workheiser, is going to be going to the plate in a minute. Let me see if we can get the volume of this microphone down slightly. Uh All right, there we go. All right, I think we're going to be a little bit better off now. Okay, so things looking better. We were we were trying. This is our first podcast from a remote (laughs) location, and it has its challenges. Wouldn't you agree, Matt?
1: Yeah, say the least. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, all right. We got Chris Collier behind the plate as the umpire. Dylan McDonald is on first and second base, and Josh Cormier has got third base. We got a three-man umpiring team. His work, Isaac. And it's a curveball for a strike. Who's number two on the purple team pitching, Matt?
1: That would be Scott Cunningham.
0: Scott Cunningham. Nice little bender by Cunningham, lefty's trouble. Werkheiser pops up to the right side, Gunnings underneath it, he makes the catch. One down.
1: Last inning, Cardinal had a bit of a late rally with two outs. Uh, They had a runner coming home on a base hit by Zach Chipman. That was cut down by the left fielder.
0: Thrown out at the plate, huh? Wow. Who do we have here? Uh,
1: We have... Nice piece. Steve McAbee's up.
0: Home run by Steve McAbee. McAbee gets a hold of one and drives it over the left field cold line. Nice piece by McAbee. Cardinal goes up by one.
1: That ball just over the cone line.
0: I'd say about a foot and a half or so. One of the things the Ted Williams League does is it plays with a cone line so we can set our home run distance for every division. It's a really cool rule that I've always been very fond of. Here's Jake Cormier at the plate. Number 45. Ball two to Cormier. And again, if you just joined us, this is the Ted Williams AA Division Championship game in Pembroke. Strike on the outside corner. Three balls, one strike to Cormier. Cunningham picking his spots on the corners. Nice pitch, swing and a miss. We'll go to a full count. Strike three. Cunningham paints the black on the outside corner, and Cormier goes down. Easy for me to say. (laughs) (laughs) I was just fighting with an extension court
1: Here's Ryan Newell, number 77 Ryan Newell An umpire in the Ted Williams League when he's not playing
0: Yeah, another thing we do is we we create jobs for our players We umpire, ground, field work, all sorts of things Right side, gunning again He's underneath it, he makes the catch and at the end of two, it's 1-0 Cardinal. We got Eric Twist at the plate in the top of the third. Banks, winds, kicks, delivers, ground ball, back to Banks. He jumps up, pulls it down, one down.
1: That's a nice play by Banks. If that gets by him, that ball might die on in the infield grass.
0: And with Twist's speed, he might have been in there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> is like a freight train, he gets it going, man. It takes him a while to get it going, but once he gets it going, it's going pretty good.
1: And here is the pitcher, Scott Cunningham.
0: Scott Cunningham. Pitcher against pitcher. Ball down low. Who's catching for the Cardinal team, Matt? Can you see that? Do you know who it is?
1: I'm not sure. I'm
0: not sure. Well, up to me. Strike on the outside corner. One and one to Cunningham.
1: Cardinal has had issues with catching all season, having to stick Banks himself behind the plate at times. Not exactly a natural catcher. <laughs>
0: Fouled off, one ball, two strikes. They, You know, it's 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 the thing I was saying the other podcast, it's an attendance issue. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, you got to have your horses, and a lot of times they don't have the people that they need there. Fouled off again, and we're still one and two. One out in the top of the third, nothing Cardinal. This is actually the location where the first Ted Williams League game was played on September 21st, 1997. Uh, not the same field, but the same field complex. Here's the pitch. Foul ball to the right side out of play. One ball, two strikes.
1: Purple has a pitcher warming off to the side.
0: That looks like Nick, big Nick to me. Strike three. Banks with something something funky and fading on the outside car part of the place. Uh, almost look like a change up to me. And uh, Cunningham goes after it. Hook, hook, line and sinker. We got two down. Now batting number 16, Frank Paterino. Ball outside. I'm not sure of that first call. We're out in the outfield, everybody. We're trying to get the best view of this, but I missed that first one. Fouled off. We're one and two, I believe. I thought the first pitch might have been a call strike.
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure. I
0: wasn't sure either. It wasn't loud enough. we got have to get on our home plate umpire about barking it out. <laughs> we gotta hear it. We gotta hear it three hundred feet away. Ball outside. I believe we're two and two. Fly ball between short and left, and that's the end of the inning. So we'll head to the bottom of the third. One nothing, Cardinal. So here we go on the bottom of the third. Cunningham still on the mound, and we're pitching to number twenty-four, Matt Siegel. Matt's been in the league many times over the years. Former baseball camper with us, and he goes back a long way. Ball one to Siegel. Two balls, no strikes. Cunningham crafty, moves the ball all around, changes speeds. He's tough, tough to hit off, tough to hit off. And he's a lefty. Nice pitch, dragged him out. Two balls, one strike. Look like a, maybe a change up or a little slider maybe. But definitely off speed. Two balls, one strike. Nicked foul, two and two to Siegel. At some point, we're going to try to give you a, a rundown of what we have on defense here. Just kind of catching our tails a little bit, let you know where everybody's at in the field. I think we get got a full count right here. Strike three. Nice pitch. They had the same pitch that he missed on, on strike two. Nice pitch by Cunningham. Now batting number 33, Nick Beretti. I think I'm saying that right.
1: Swing and a miss. I'm not sure who's catching for purple, but in front of him we have Cunningham on the mound, gunning at third. Uh, Vitello at second base. Cameron Sass at short. Uh, Jesse Baxter at third base. In the outfield, from left to right, goes Tyler Sass, uh, Nick Villanueva, and Frank Paterino. Beretti tips
0: hits one off the glove of the shortstop for a base hit. He had to go up to that. I wouldn't really call that an error. Uh, he had to jump up pretty high and just nicked off the top of his glove. Beretti just trying to put the ball in play with two strikes on him, and now he's on first with two outs. Here's Peter Kola, the center fielder. Pete grounded a second-last at bat when we had lost power.
1: Pete's been a very good hair at the top of the lineup for Cardinal all year.
0: Oh, he's tough. Good outfielder, too, and a good pitcher. He's, a, he's an all-around player. I believe he's a Rockland High School boy. Cunningham was over to first. Barretti gets back without any problem at all. Cunningham also has a pretty tough move to first base. I've been able to watch him over the season. He's tough to get ground on. He's he's going. Is the throw to second? He's all right. So Barretti steals second.
1: Ball slightly mishandled by Vitello. Always a tough play to make for the mid-infielder trying to get the tag down as fast as you can. Yeah. Close play, though, close
0: ball up high to Cola. Man on second, two outs. Cunningham delivers. It looks like a strike to Cola we got a time out here as Cunningham's adjusting one of his cleats and again we got Beretti on second with two outs in the bottom of the third one nothing Cardinal Peter Cola at the plate Cunningham delivers ball outside he walks Cola his TJ bossy he grounded out to gunning. Lasted bat during the power outage First and second, two outs Cunning looks back Barretti at first Throws in the dirt, blocked by Who's the catcher on the... Sean, Sean Or is it Shane Foley Is the catcher for Purple? I'm
1: not sure, I can't see his number
0: Ground ball is short Over to second To first, he's safe So first and third, two down Brendan Doyle singles down the left field line, and that'll score a run. Doyle had walked in his first at bat during a, a power outage. So we got runners on first and second with two outs, and here's Captain Greg Banks. He had singled first at bat, uh, hit a kind of a, a infield hit to the third baseman on the third base side that couldn't be handled. It was definitely a a single. Ball one to Banks, and that's a strike. One and one. A swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes to Greg Banks. Again, we have Chris Collier as our home plate umpire. Dylan McDonald is on the right side of the infield, and Josh, Josh Cormier on the left side is our umpiring team. There's a line shot to left center and that'll drop in. Here's the throw to the plate and it is not in time. So Banks, a
1: nice hit to right center field. Runner also moved first to third on the hit. Nice base running by Cardinal.
0: Yeah, Doyle just turned the corner and is that Doyle on third, coach?
1: Uh, number 12. Yep, Brandon Yeah, Brendan Doyle
0: Bernardino did a nice job turning the corner and just taking it on the throw. Here's Zach Chipman. Ball up high. He's got a strike on him. He had the base hit last at bat, coach?
1: Yep, and uh, Brendan Doyle was thrown out.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that field. So Chipman was had the single that, that ended that last that inning with uh, Doyle thrown out at the plate.
1: Fouled off. A little bit of sun breaking through the clouds here.
0: Fouled off again. Cunningham working working down low. Got a kind of an overcast day. We had some rain this morning, and it seems to so pull. Oh, a nice pitch. Swing and a miss with a tag. And that'll end the third inning. 3 nothing, Cardinal, right, Coach?
1: Yep, 3 nothing.
0: Yeah, and we'll go to the fourth. We're back in the top of the fourth in our Ted Williams AA Division Championship game. The score is 3 nothing, Cardinal. And who's our batter, Coach?
1: Uh, Cameron Kelly. Number 42. number
0: 42, Cameron Kelly at the plate. Left-handed batter and pitcher. He's new to the league this year and doing a great job. Really enjoy watching him pitch and, and play. Nice addition to the Purple team.
1: Plays center field a lot for them when he's not pitching.
0: A swing and a miss. Banks with a high fastball. Ball down low. Gunning coach in third base and twist coach in first base for the Purple team.
1: Purple got shut down last inning by Greg Banks, a great inning for him. Ball outside.
0: Ground ball back to Banks. Over to Newell, and there's one out. The Ted Williams League is very innovative uh, at every level of play, especially ages 15 and under. Uh, this is more of an adult, teenage division, and uh, we're very proud it has some innovative rules, which we'll talk about a little bit. Here's Robbie Morris, number 99. Here's the pitch. A strike on the outside corner to Robbie Morris, who has a unique ability to put his bat on the ball. One ball, one strike. Banks keeping the ball away from him. Here's a ground ball up the middle. Banks knocks it down. Over to Newell, we got two.
1: That's the third ground out right back to the pitcher in this game. All right to Banks.
0: Yeah, he's working more on the outside part of the plate. I notice a lot of that, uh, a lot of outside work. Uh, Pitchers leaning toward the outside half of the plate, which really... um. Doesn't make sense to me. We're playing in a wooden bat league. The Ted Williams League plays with wooden bats from ages eight and up. Here's a line shot to center field. And that was Jesse Baxter, number three. Another fast runner, good player. Uh, one of those all around players, good fielder, um, good speed, puts his bat on the ball all the time. So Baxter's on first. And here comes Shane Foley, the catcher. How many else we got, Matt? Two Uh, down, right? Yep, two down. Two down. It wouldn't surprise me if Baxter takes off here. Ball outside to Foley. Foley, very quick and strong. Does a nice job behind the plate. Here's the pitch. Ball up high. Strike on the outside corner. We are still in search of the Cardinal Catcher's name. <laughs> Fouled out of play. I believe we're two and two. To Shane Foley.
1: This is a bigger bat here. If he gets on base. The heart of the purple orders right behind him.
0: Yeah. Good point. Fouled off again, a nice battle here, and Baxter was in motion as suspected. Again, 3-0 Cardinal in the Ted Williams A Division Championship game here at the Bryantville Fields in Pembroke, Massachusetts. The same location where Ted spoke over live over the phone in the, on the first day of uh, the Ted Williams League 24 years ago. There's a line shot deep to center field. Kohler is back, back, back. Home run. Oh, just over the line. A nice play by Kohler going way back on the ball, just over the cone line. Not much he could do about it. Nice piece, nice piece by Shane Foley, and we, I believe we got a 3-2 ball game. Yep,
1: that's a big at-bat right there. That's
0: a huge at-bat. Cole and made a diving attempt to reach up and rob it as it approached the home run line, but it was not possible. It was just too far. Here's Cameron Sass, and he fouls it off, 0-1-1. One
1: thing I've noticed being an outfielder in the Ted Williams League of the Cone line, it's really tough to judge at times, you know, because there's no wall to feel, but... <laughs> You know, it it always takes a certain skill to be able to look at the cone line and look back at the ball and be able to find it again.
0: There's a hard hit ball to right field, and Beretti's underneath it, and that'll be the final out. But not before Purple makes a game out of it. It's 3-2. All right, so here's number 28, Rob Werkheiser. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning, 3-2 Cardinal. Here's the pitch to Workheiser, fouled off. Jason Daven now pitching for Purple. No balls, one strike. Here's a ground ball to short. Picked up, here's the throw to first. In time, he's out. One down.
1: Nice play at first base.
0: Here's Steve McAbee. He yeah. had a home run in his last at bat. One down, fouled off to Maccabee. Maccabee drove the ball deep to left field in his last at bat for a home run.
1: Maccabee's been holding it down in left field on defense as well for Cardinal.
0: It's a fly ball, and it'll drop over the... in between second... Oh, look at this. What a play. The ball drops between second... The second baseman and the center fielder and yep, right Maccabee, and it was a high fly, but kind of a high fly. Maccabee rounds first and takes second on the play. What a fantastic base running play. Uh, the play was not closed. I do not do not believe the shortstop was there.
1: I think he was going after the ball as well. Yeah, I
0: think it was a of kind of like a Vince Lombardi uh, defense here. Everybody was going after it. Here's the pitch. Ball hit to the right side.
1: Twi- Bad hop by Twist. Tough hop,
0: tough hop gets by Eric Twiss at second, and a run will score on the play. It's 4-2. to two. Fastball, strike one.
1: Oh, uh, Ryan Newell up Jake Cormier hit the, the ball to Eric.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Yes. My mistake. Ryan Newell. And he pops up to the right side and pulled in by Neil. Neil Vitello at first. We got two down, Coach?
1: I (laughs) believe we do, yeah.
0: Yeah, we need need a third person on this team that's the scorekeeper is what we need. (laughs) You try to get all the names and... Oh, the privilege, I should say. Oh, here's a fly ball to the left field. And out. And that'll end the inning. Who is that batter, Coach? Number 24, just Matt oh, Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. yeah, Matt Siegel just flew out to left field. And we're back in the top of the five. Greg Banks still on the mound. And our batter is Neil Vitello, number 17. Two balls, no strikes to Vitello. Top of 5, 4-2 Cardinal in a great game. Ball outside low.
1: This game has been rolling along.
0: Yeah, real good speed, real good speed. Defensively, it looks like we got Newell at first, Siegel at second, Doyle at shortstop, Chipman at third base. This is a strike. Strike three, batter is out. Banks rolls a nice curveball in on Neil Vitello for the out. And we got an outfield of Maccabee, Cola, and Werkeiser. And the mystery catcher, <laughs> here's, here's Mike gunning. Back to Banks again, over to Newell and an out. Two down.
1: I'll tell you, these purple at-bats have not been very long.
0: No, I think what's happening is, if I had to summarize it, I think what Banks is doing is giving them balls to hit on the outside part of the plate, and they're ahead of him. You know, he's, he's working them with uh, more off-speed stuff on the outside half of the plate in there, grounding the ball back to him, grounding it to short. They're having trouble laying off them, so to speak, you know. Right. Yeah. And uh, if they could just try to get something maybe a little bit better, uh, they might be Okay.
1: Nice pitch by Greg Banks on the outside corner. Who's that batter here? Uh, Nick Villanueva. No. Big
0: Nick will end the inning and we'll go to the bottom of the fifth. So we're back with Nick Beretti at the plate, and the count is one and one. Jason Davin is on the mound, number thirteen. And we may have, I may have confused him with another purple player earlier. Uh, Jason Davin was the per, the player that I was talking about that does a really nice job at third, hits the ball hard, um, and does a nice job pitching, did a fantastic job in the playoffs to get the purple team here. Um, at a fantastic ready uh, game against Black. Ground ball, right side, foul, and two and two. Fouled off again. Two balls, two strikes to Nick Baretti. Again, if you just joined us, we're in the bottom of the fifth? Matt, or top of five? Off,
1: bottom, fifth.
0: bottom of five. Bottom of five. 4-2 Cardinal. And this game has been flying right along. And the weather seems to be holding well, which is really exciting. We're at the Bryantville Fields in Pembroke. And this is our first mobile podcast ever. Fouled off again. As Borelli hangs tough. Hangs tough at the plate against Davin. Strike three. He got him swinging on a nice pitch. And there's one down. A couple of Ted Williams League points. The Ted Williams League bats a continuous lineup. Now, that in the playoffs, that lineup can be reset every game. Uh, so, it doesn't really apply so much. But in a normal season... What that means is if the fifth hitter makes the last out, the sixth hitter leads off the next game. And if, in fact, there are 12 players in the lineup, 12 players on the roster, that lineup stays, bats all 12 of them, and we platoon, so Smith could be playing short and Brown could be playing short. They both are in the lineup, and they're alternating each inning playing shortstop. And, of course, this all sounds like, you know, playing a lot. But the truth is, is then guys can't make it. And we got nine guys or ten guys. And we got a 15-man roster. And it really, really works out well. Here's Peter Kohler at the plate. I believe we're one and one. Jason Davin pounding the zone here in his second
1: inning. Ball down low. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Peter has the most at bats and this season out of everyone in the league. Been in the leadoff spot for Cardinal all year. Yeah. And they bat through the order a lot yeah. in every game they play.
0: That's a good point, Matt. Real good point. Ground ball up the middle. Tough hop. Nice play. In and out. What a play! Nice play. Two down, and Cola runs well too. So a ground ball fielded by Tyler Sass. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it was His brother Cameron Sass. Oh, Cameron Sass. Yes, that's short, and they just picked off Cola. Here's a single right up the middle by TJ by T.J. Bossy, and Cardinal has a man on. Cardinals
1: always dangerous. Every hitter in their order can hit.
0: Yeah, Cardinals tough. Here is a veteran of veterans, Brendan Doyle. Brendan goes way back in the Ted Williams League. Uh, He comes from a family of baseball, and he can make your life miserable on any day. Uh, Real strong at the plate, and a good pitcher, infielder, all around player. He's been in this league for years. Man on first, Brendan Doyle at the plate, 4 2 Cardinal. Pickoff attempt, and he's all right.
1: Close play, though. Very close play.
0: David fires, fires to first. Gunning slaps the tag, but not in time. Here's the pitch to Doyle. Fouled off. A lot of foul balls. We've got a couple of kids running them down for us. Again our umpiring team, Chris Collier behind the plate, Dylan McDonald at first base, and Josh Cormier at third base. Josh is usually a player as well only, but had knee surgery and had a, had to suffer the pains of umpiring this year. <laughs> pains I know oh so well. Wouldn't be surprised if we see a runner, and they're holding him close, which is a good idea. Nice calls by Dylan McDonald. Dylan's grandfather was an umpire for years, years, and years, and years. Nice guy. Here's the pitch. A swing and a miss. Again, if you just joined us, this is the Ted Williams League AA Division Championship game live from Bryanville Field. In Pembroke is a ball in the dirt will get by by the catcher Shane Foley and the runner will go to second. Ball up high, full count. Bossy on second. Davin Delivis. Fouled off again by Doyle.
1: Rick Banks is on deck. You know, they want to get the bat in his hand.
0: Yeah. What a game. And, you know, we, we really haven't talked about this because it's been a sore spot. It would take a year to talk about it. Strike three, swinging, and that'll end the inning. After five, we've got a 4-2 score Cardinal. We'll be right back. So, last year, these two teams were lined up in the championship game as well. Same field about a year ago, same weekend, Labor Day weekend. And the game ended with Mike Gunning stealing home plate in the bottom of the ninth to win it. And it was such an outrageous play. No one on the field could believe it was happening. And Cardinal was just in awe. I mean, everyone just kind (laughs) of was in awe. And that was how the game ended, with um, a crowd of players mauling Mike Gunning at the plate after stealing home, with Joe Sargent also in awe as the batter. Joe Sargent was the batter at the time. So it was just, it was the most interesting ending to Any Ted Williams league game it, Nothing like that had ever happened before In 23 years We're in a 24th year here So it's this is a very Interesting follow up To that and now Cardinal Has got a 4-2 lead in the top Of the 6
1: Maybe we'll see some dramatics here late in the game
0: Yeah maybe So our lead off batter is Jason Davin number 13 The pitcher Banks is still on the mound going into the sixth inning. Banks, a veteran pitcher in the Ted Williams League, he actually played. Just I was thinking this this morning, Matt, when I was having a cup of coffee. I said, Greg Banks going to be in this game this afternoon. And he played 24 years ago in the opening day yeah. game, almost on the same field 24 years ago, right here when Ted talked live from his home in Hernando, Florida, uh, complimenting how excited complimenting the league and how exciting, how excited he was uh, that the league would be, would be, had been started, especially with all its innovation. Here's a hard fly ball to right field, deep to right, Kohler back, he makes the play. Peter Kohler in the right center field gap pulls it in, and there's one down.
1: Nice play by Kohler, but as we were saying, Greg Banks is, as veteran of a player as you can get in the league, been here since the, it began. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah,
0: he he was he was here. Not only is he a level five camper, former captain Rockland High School, uh, he was the first level five camper in uh, the Steve Feroli baseball camp, which created the league and brought it to Ted Williams. Said, "Hey, these these are the changes. You know, all that was studied out of the camp." And uh, Greg was um, Greg played in that first official season. And was right here in this, not the same field, but the same complex 24 years ago. Yep, yep. Our batter, Tyler Sass, we got one out, four to two. Ball outside. I believe we got a one-on-one one count with one out. Ball outside. Greg, not a kid anymore. It would surprise me if he goes further than six, tell you the truth. <laughs> but a big strike out there. Two down And he's got plenty of guys to go to Plenty of guys He's got Cola, He's got Cormier He's got Newell He's got Shea He's got Chipman He's got a team full of players That he can turn to to pitch Eric Twist, number 58 at the plate Eric also a veteran in the Ted Williams League He's been here for I'm going to say five years at this point Maybe a little more than that Yeah Um He has uh, a son, Rex, that plays in our younger divisions. One-on-one count to Eric. Eric has a great ability to put his bat on the ball and much quicker than what you would give him credit for with the bat. And he gets that train running to first like we talked about earlier. His son, Rex, plays in our thumper division. Just a delight. Uh, Nice, nice kid. Yeah, actually, his two nephews goes, single, a right field twist. Punches it. Nice, sharp, single, to right field. Also, his two nephews play as well. Um, and looks like we get a pinch runner for Eric, which is a great move. So with two outs, a man on first. And here's Scott Cunningham. Scott had started the game on the mound and now is in left field for Purple. And again, it wouldn't surprise me if we see a runner. Or the runner going, is what I meant. Ball one outside. And I'm still trying to figure out the mystery (laughs) catcher, Matt. If we could probably do it by... uh, um, you know, by the who, who it's not, throws to first. In he's all set getting back. I do not know who the cardinal catcher is. That's the, the disadvantage. We're out in left center field. Yeah. And uh, but it just works. It's a we can see the whole field. Well, there's a hard hit ball to the right side, up in the air. uh he makes the play. Nice play by Rob Workheiser, and we'll go to the bottom of the seventh. So we're going to the bottom of the sixth. My mistake. I'm making plenty in our first mobile podcast here with Matt Marini. Usually we have Dylan McDonald. Ryan McDonald is off in college, uh, becoming a a, a a a scientist or something. He's not with us today. But Dylan McDonald uh, jumped in because we wanted three umpires in the championship game because it's so difficult sometimes to for a two-man system to get everywhere where you have to get, especially on a uh, high school diamond or a college diamond. You know. One of the things I wanted to talk about, I had some notes, was Ben Catton. Now, he's a guy who we what we call a tweener. He plays, I believe he's 15, a freshman in high school. He was in this division. And in the playoffs, was it the playoffs? Or, no, it was the, I think it was the last game of the season. Second it the wasn't the playoffs. Game. Second and last game, Ben Catton is playing center field, doing a fantastic job. Uh, had let, put down some great bunts in the division, had made some nice plays in the field, uh, had some nice at-bats. He's a rookie. And he dives for a ball in left center and fractures his thumb. And uh, I just wanted to mention him Because it was probably the most The saddest thing that happened this year And uh, Ben is what we call a tweener He plays in our A 2 division uh, I'm sorry uh, Yeah, Double A 2 division Which is just below that Just below this division here And here's Greg Banks Leading off the bottom of the 6 Jason Davin still on the mound <coughs> Excuse me Banks looks for timeout but yeah, we, we wish our very best to Ben. We wish he was here today. And uh, he had a great season for a rookie in the Ted Williams double A division. Ball outside to Banks. Again, four to two in the bottom of the sixth. A swing and a miss.
1: I'll tell you what, Jason has halted the Cardinal bats. Now Perbalish needs to get their bats going.
0: Nice pitch. Strike two, on Banks. One ball, two strikes. Dave and bringing it right to him, but he's tough. He's got a lot of movement. Nice live fastball. Ball outside. Popped up to the right side, out of play. Over to the work area of Jake Cormier, who's tracking down some foul balls for us. Here's the pitch. Line shot to center field.
1: Out. Cameron Kelly with the play in center field.
0: Banks a line drive. Kelly goes back about, I'd say about seven, eight steps. Makes a nice play. One down. Here's Zach Chipman. Dave and pound the zone. Another fly ball to center. And Kelly, a diving catch to his left.
1: Nice play. What a play.
0: What a play. Chipman shanks like a a mid-fly ball in dead right center field. And Cameron Kelly, number 42, picks it off on the dive. Great play. Here's Rob Workhizer. Ball one in the dirt. Fouled off one-on-one. Workheiser a nice play himself in right field to end the last inning. A swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes. Ball down low. Starting to get a little spit of rain here. And if we do, we're gonna to have to cover our electron <laughs> cover your electronics, boys. <laughs> Ball down low. I don't I don't know if there's been a walk in this game, has there, Matt? Uh, it's been a very
1: No, there was there was early on. Brandon yeah. Doyle walk.
0: Yeah, one walk. Man, that's fantastic. We're in the bottom of the sixth, one walk. There's a line shot to center field, base hit. Werkheiser, a base hit to center. Here's Steve McAbee. McAbee is dangerous at the plate with a long, well, not a long home run, but a home run in his first at bat, I believe.
1: Yep.
0: Man on first. Popped up to the right side. Neil is under it. He makes the play. And that'll end the sixth inning in the glove of Neil Vitello. Dave and pitching great. We'll go to the seventh. Four to two. And we're going into the seventh inning. And we'd like to thank all the umpires... And captains that put this Help us put this together You know, I mean, off the top of my head Chris Collier And um, Kyle Donahue Jumped in there, Josh Comia uh, Dylan McDonald, Ryan McDonald um, All the captains You know, Mike Gunning Dylan McDonald, Greg Banks Chris Collier You know, we try to keep everybody Working inside the league Which we think is fantastic Foul ball to I think that's Paterino with him Yep.
1: Nope. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Frank's up. Yep.
0: Yeah, Frank Paterino at the plate, number 16. What a just ple- a pleasure this guy is. Always enjoy Frank. Every year he's been in the league for years. But yeah, the uh, the umpiring and and administrative team that uh, that has kept this division. I think this division started about three years after the league started so the league started in 97 so I believe this started in 2000 I believe it's the 21st season of the double-a division um we just didn't have it going yet but then we put it out there and we had plenty of players and you play in the Ted Williams League there's no there's no politics there's no some fantastic rules where you 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 come you you sign up for the Ted Williams League unless you're in danger, you know you got to kind of make it so to speak. We we're not going to just let anyone play, but if you can protect yourself and protect the people around you, uh, you play. You show up. You come to the game. You're in a lock continuous lineup, and you cannot sit out more than an inning in a row. Yeah. And that's those are league rules. If you're a pitcher, um, you and you say I I can pitch. We take a look at you, then we put you in the rotation. Now, as it goes along, you can end up in what we call a primary or secondary rotation. Paterino strikes out, and we got one out. Here's Cameron Kelly that just made a great catch in the bottom of the sixth.
1: I think this was a great year for the league overall, not just... Uh, in this division, but in our younger divisions, and just to touch on this division too, last year was a little bit of a weird year with, with oh, COVID. The, geez, you know. And I think we really bounced back strong, and our younger divisions really uh, picked up this year, and uh, it's been a really great year for the league. I think.
0: I think so too, and I think I think people have realized that the logic in the Ted Williams League, and I'm not going to get into all that if you want to if you want to see what our younger divisions are all about, because that's really where the heart... That's where the Ted Williams League started. It started with, you know, the fact that we don't believe that a 17-inch plate should be used for children. It doesn't make sense. They get shorter. I'm shorter. Bats on. Don't get me going, you know. Wow, nice pitch. Struck him out. So Cameron Kelly goes down as well, and we got two outs. Here's Robbie Morris. Robbie is a uh, becoming a legend in the league. When he hits a home run left, we're going to put a red chair up here for him. <laughs> so, but yeah, our our younger divisions are with us. The heart and soul of the the league really lie and where its innovation started, and then we we have different rules at every level, like we were just talking about, you know. But the dimensions. Seagulls over up the middle, throws to first, and there's the out. So we'll go to the bottom of the 7th, 4-2. to two. And just to continue on, um, yeah, our younger divisions, it's very innovative. And I think what has happened is the logic of that, it's taken years and years and years. Uh, but the logic of that has sunk in. And people are saying, hey, you know, I don't want to drive all over new england with my 11 year old kid and show up in a triple header in some tournament not knowing whether he's going to play or not right and in in the ted williams league uh, there's no politics so you know let's start We you know not only are the dimensions safer and the dimensions more interesting for example uh, i always say the 643 or the 4 um the four six three double plays are almost non-existent in little league, and and I'm not criticizing the people. I'm criticizing the format, the format of it all. It's like searching for Bigfoot to find that play. The Ted Williams League, those are possible plays at eight years old. Now I'm saying I'm not saying they do it. They're not even looking at it for it because they've never known they could do it, yeah. and with the dimensions correct and. What I'm saying is that the game was not scaled properly back in the early 50s, late 40s, and I think we've got it scaled very well. And it took years, a 10-year study, uh, and we brought it to Ted, and Ted thought it was absolutely fantastic. We've decreased hit batters by 50%, where there has never been a case of Little League elbow, which is a micro-tear in the tendon that attaches the elbow uh, the tendon attachment in the elbows, never been a case of that in the Ted Williams League in, in 24 seasons. And um, that's because we got the correct ball, we got the correct plate, we got the correct dimensions. And that's where the heart of all this lies. So I think parents are starting to say, well, you know, what's a, you know, why, how, why would the greatest hitter of all time and the biggest name in Red Sox history put his name on this little league with these innovative ideas? And here's the reason, because it makes sense. That's the reason And Ted Williams, you know, a fighter pilot, a marine The point man of the Jimmy Fund And the greatest hitter And forefather of technical hitter And they have hitting in the history of this game This is a guy of logic This isn't a guy um, That was going to waste his time On anything that didn't make sense And my big thing with him was prove me wrong Here's Jake Cormier As we go into the bottom of the seventh Number forty-five
1: Jake pitches, plays some second base. Jake had a great year on the mound, I think.
0: He did. Good point, Matt.
1: He um in years past he always had plus velocity but very little control. This year he took a lot off of his velocity and he's really been able to control the ball really, really well.
0: You know, and I'm hoping I'm really hoping that that was by choice and not by kind of default. Where yeah. he said, Oh, you know, I'm just I'm older, I'm tired, I'm not throwing this out, I'm not gonna try to you know i don't want to get hurt uh speed versus accuracy he has slowed the ball down he just struck out there so (laughs) a little a little of his own meta you know he got a little bit turned back on him yeah so but um you know if you throw the ball over the plate you know ted said years ago hitting's the hardest thing in doing all sports well make him hit it then right here's ryan newell i believe Ryan also has pitched well this year It's funny, both Ryan and Jake Cormier I think have uh, Here's a little ground ball to the right side Davin will play it and fires to first for the out Two down Here's Matt Siegel And again, Matt, al- Matt also <laughs> uh, A veteran in the league, as I said earlier A camper. Nice kid, nice kid. Pembroke High School player, I believe, if I remember correctly. Here's a line shot to center field. And there's Big Nick to pull it in, and that's the end of the inning. So Siegel hits a line drive to Nick Villanueva. Am I saying that right? That's one of those names that's going to haunt me. (laughs) <laughs> what do you think? Take a shot at it.
1: Villanueva.
0: Oh, you got it. <laughs> and we will go to the top of the eighth, 4 to 2. What a game.
1: Very fast game.
0: Very fast, but very interesting. And, you know, uh, boy, just really good baseball. Here's what I like about this game um, excellent pitching. The ball in the zone. And here's the pitching change I was telling you. There we go. Look at this. They're going is that Brendan Doyle they're going to? They're gonna flip flop Brendan Doyle from shortstop. And now Banks is at short. A very interesting move. And of course our mystery man is TJ Bossy behind the plate, number five. Your attention, please. Unfortunately, due to a computer glitch, we lost the top of the eighth inning of this game, which consisted of two ground balls to Jake Cormier at second and a sliding catch by Rob Werkheiser and Wright. We're going to go back to the podcast in the bottom of the eighth inning with Nick Baretti singling on first base and Peter Kohler at the plate. Thank you. Again, Baretti on first with no outs. Ball up high to Kohler. And David walks him, and that's one of the few walks of the day. And we get a timeout. Gunning is coming to my I believe we're going to have a pitching change here would be my guess, and I'm right. So now Mike Gunning is coming in to take over for Jason Davin, who pitched fantastic. But I think it's a good move. Uh, Gunning is very difficult to hit off with a lot of experience. Uh, Davin pitched fantastic. And uh, it's a 4-2 ball game, but we got first and second with no outs.
1: If Cardinal can score some runs this inning, that's going to be devastating for Purple.
0: Now, call me old school, but we we are in your classic bunt situation right here. Uh, first and second, no outs. All right, we got Bossy at the plate. Um... Doyle and Banks to follow, if we move those runners, we're almost guaranteed a run. Now, another philosophy would say, let's play for the beginning. But you're already up 4-2. What I'm saying is, let's get another run on the board, or another two runs on the board, and you pretty much have yourself a championship. Yeah. Unless unless Purple explodes. But now you're forcing them to explode in their last at bat.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the whole game, the chances of purple scoring multiple runs in an inning are very low at this point. Being held to two runs in three innings so far,
0: and and a team that is capable of scoring ten easily, yeah. you've got some some monsters here, you know. Tj Bossy at the plate, Gunning is now ready to pitch. They look the runner back at second. Here's the pitch, ball outside to Bossy, one ball, no strikes. Mike Gunning, the captain, left handed pitcher, and a very good one. A swing and a miss by TJ Bossy on a nice pitch on the outside corner. First and second, no outs. Cardinal looking for another run. Ball inside. Chris Collier very consistent at the plate today As all the umpiring has been Here's the pitch A swing and a miss 2-2 two and two to Bossy. Kohler at first, Borelli on second Cardinal looking for another run Purple looking for a double play Ball outside will go to a full count
1: he needs to get this guy right here. Ground ball
0: back to gunning. He'll go to first with it. One out. Um, I'm really surprised. He must not. Maybe there was a call for one. Cole is fast at first, so I guess what probably happened was they felt like they looked to third. They did. They did look to third and decided against it, but I'm surprised they didn't turn two right through the middle. So we got one out, second and third. And as I said, here's Brendan Doyle. So we pretty much got the same result. One out, second and third. We got Doyle and Banks back to back. Okay, infield is in, at least on the left side. Strike on the outside corner by Mike Gunning. Doyle, a power hitter, not having one of the best of his years, however. Uh, We talked a little earlier, and he... Fouled off 0 two to Doyle. We talked earlier in the year and you're saying John just having trouble, you're not seeing the ball well, and he didn't really feel connected. And I talked to him about a couple of things that I thought it might be, but it's so hard, it's so tough to to maintain a good hitting approach. Gunning delivers, fouled off again. Plenty of foul ball work for those that are in that occupation
1: today. <laughs> As we all have been, I'll tell you what—pretty high attendance at uh, the championship game here. A lot of onlookers. Yeah,
0: not bad, not bad. I believe a one and two to Brendan Doyle with Banks on deck in a four-two ball game in the bottom of the eighth. Here's the pitch, ball inside. Two and two. Gunning pitching in and out. Infield is in. Borelli on third. Struck him out on a nice changeup. Nice pitch by Mike Gunning to dodge a bullet there. Wow. And we got two outs. He dragged Brendan Doyle out on his front foot beautifully. And uh, just a nice pitch. Really getting a good hitter out there And now here's Greg Banks The infield is now back The play is to first
1: You've got to figure a base hit here Scores two runs Kohler on second base
0: Now there might be a consideration to put him on But I don't think so Um, You know the question is Would you rather face Banks Or would you rather face Chipman. Chipman And load the bases. And, um, you know, I would, you know, I might have put Banks on.
1: Yeah.
0: I might have gone, because, you know, Banks runs better than Chip. Chip's a good hitter, though. But I don't think he's the hit of Banks he is.
1: And it also puts forces at every base. Every, look he's... at this.
0: There's a pop-up to the right side. Neil Valletto, he makes the play. And then we're in the inning. And that's one big inning for Purple on defense. Holding them down. Nice job. Here's nice pitching. Chance. By gunning. So we'll go to the top of the ninth inning. And Cardinal is up four to two. Purple is gonna need two runs to tie it. And the excitement is growing. So we'll go to the top of the ninth inning. Four to two in Purple's last chance. Last chance to tie or to win this ball game. The top of the ninth in our leadoff batter is Cameron Sass, number seven. Cameron Sass will go to the plate. Brendan Doyle is on the mound. Here's the pitch. Popped up to the right side out of play. 0-1 to Sass.
1: The Heart of Purples orders coming up on their final three outs. Wow.
0: And I do and would really surprise me if we do not see the movable hitter rule. if if the opportunity leads it to happen. I think what happened, and we got off the track a little bit, is one of the purple players showed up late, and he was not in the lineup. So he then took his place in the lineup, and we were not made aware of it is what our confusion was. There's a hard hit ball to the right side. Siegel way back, way back, it'll drop. Ooh, And he was in the ballpark. That ball was a good 70 feet behind first base in foul territory, and Matt Siegel almost ran it down.
1: Good effort. Excellent
0: Excellent. effort by number 24, Matt Siegel. And the Cardinals come to play ball today. There's no question about that. Defensively, pitching, and at the plate. That is very obvious. The ball down low. Cameron Sass looking to spark a rally in the top of the ninth here in our Ted Williams League AA Division Championship game. There's a ground ball to the left side. Chipman's in on it. Here's the throw to first. He's safe. And there's the wheels of purple that I was talking about earlier. And now Cameron Sass is on first base with no outs.
1: That will be very interesting to see what Sass does at first base, how aggressive he is.
0: And here comes Neil Vitello. Now, Neil arguably is one of the best hitters in the league. Very, very good with the bat. He's on. He doesn't mean a thing. And there goes the runner. Here's the throw to second base, and it'll get by. Cameron Sass steals second base. Bossy come up firing with a one, one hot play, but Sass was in there. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. And you can feel the excitement growing here. Man on second base, no outs. Vitello at the plate. Doyle Delivers. Here's a strike, high outside fastball. Doyle paints the black high at the letters to Neil Vitello. Siegel holding Sass at second. Nice work holding the runner. Ball inside. basically what you have here is we have a good right-handed batter and the second baseman is doing his best to try to keep a very fast runner close to second base. Doyle in a set he looks back they hold sass here's the pitch Ball outside. Neal's got power and back control. There's a ball down low. Tough pitch. Doyle kind of throws a 55-footer there. Must have slipped out of his hand. I noticed him wiping off the ball and his hand on his pants. Probably lost the grip a little bit during delivery. Banks it short. Chipman at third. Here's the pitch. And they walk him. Vitella will walk. We got first and second with no outs
1: in the, the top
0: of the ninth. Now batting number 28, Mike Gunning, the captain. We got a timeout, and here's a pinch runner for Vitello
1: at Uh, first base. That's a tying run at first base. Good idea.
0: The pinch runner will be number 42, Cameron Kelly. And our pinch runner rule allows any player that is six slots away to pinch run. Again, no one ever leaves the game, so we have to come up with clever rules to... Here's the pitch, and the runner is going on the pitch, and there's no throw.
1: What that steal allows for now is if Gunning hits a fireball into the outfield, that's probably a run. Sass runs very well.
0: There are no outs first and third, an uncontested steal. Now the question is whether Kelly is going to steal second. Left-handed batter, gunning at
1: the plate, a good hitter, a good pitcher, fouled off. If Kelly gets in scoring position, that is huge for Purple. Still no outs.
0: Yeah. To be honest with you, you could make the case that the, the most important runner here is Kelly. He's the tying run. Left to a hit hard to right field. It's right at Werkheiser. He makes the catch. The run will score. And Kelly gets back to first in time. Workheiser makes a great, a really nice play in right field. Fires to first almost to get Kelly off the bag. But we got a four-three ball game in the top of the ninth.
1: That steal of third proving to be a big playing this game now it's a one run game our
0: batter now is Nick Villanueva no you go ahead and say Nick it
1: Villanueva.
0: thank you so much Nick I'm so sorry I'm gonna work on that I think we're gonna to have to see Kelly steal second base at some point here and there he goes no it's a fake bossy was ready to fire it wouldn't surprise me if we see a pitch out somewhere in here as well.
1: That's yeah, that's a problem for Kelly. Everyone in the ballpark knows he wants to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is a problem. Four to three, there's the throw over to first. Anything by Newell at first would be devastating. It would force Workhaz to come all the way in to back up the play. Although him and Siegel at second base have really good speed. Here's the pitch. Strike down low on the outside corner. Nick Vinanueva. Ball outside. Four to three with one out on a line drive to right by Gunning. Fouled off. And on deck is Jason Davin. An absolute terror at the plate. This is one exciting ball game. First and third, four to three, one out. Strike three, batter is out. Huge, huge strikeout. Two down, first and... Man on first, I'm sorry. Two down, man on first. Four to three. Here's Jason Davin, trying to keep it alive. They'll throw to first. Newell always looking for that Secondary play at first base uh-huh. He catches the ball and then stares you down He thinks you're going to come off He's got that 8 year old thing going there going to tag you out quick But hey I've seen it on TV There's a strike outside corner To Jason Davin Two outs The game on the line Man on first. There goes Kelly. A swing and a miss. Here's the throw to second in. Safe! He's in there. Kelly steals second. I believe, I believe Banks dropped the ball on the play. Yeah, I couldn't the... see exactly. Kelly, a nice steal. And now we got a man on second with two outs.
1: That's a big play. Looks looked like the throw definitely beat him, but...
0: Bossy, a beautiful throw. What a play. What a daring play. And Kelly steals second. Jason Davin. Man on second. 4-3 ball game. Ball up high. Newell at first. Siegel at second. Banks at third. Chipman. Banks at short. Chipman at third. Infield is back with Kelly on second David at the plate Ball down low A nice stop by Bossy Bossy throws a glove at it And picks it clean On a 58 footer Doyle looks car- Close catch. Ball outside Nice pitch by Doyle. Full count? I believe it's a full count. Kelly on second. Two outs. Full count. Doyle delivers. Strike three. Batter is out. And the Cardinal team becomes the 2021 AA Division Champions on a strikeout. Brendan Doyle, a beautiful pitch What a game, 4-3 to three. And we're going to wrap it up And we'll be back with you in a bit What a fantastic game Cardinal takes it 4-3 to three. Labor Day weekend here At the Bryantville Field Cardinal versus Purple, what a fantastic Game We'd like to thank all the captains and the umpires Absolutely Fantastic ending To spark up All my fun Days at the playground or right out in the street. Baseball made life complete.